Every man's heart one day beats its final beat. And if what that man did in his life makes the blood pulse through the body of others, then his essence, his spirit, will be immortalized forever. Welcome, welcome to CPR's Clubhouse Live. My name is CPR Jose Ortiz, and I'm being joined by Jay Rivera and Antonio Mercado, collectively known as Touch Equality. Guys, welcome to CPR's Clubhouse Live. What's How up? How you doing? You guys are New England freestyle artists, and you are mainstays here, so it would be great uh, to continue the tradition of educating the community by having you join me here on CPR's Clubhouse Live to talk about the history of Touch Equality, the return of Touch Equality, and the future projects individually of Touch Equality. Um, so I'm really proud to have you guys here. Disclaimer, um, Antonio Mercado and I are related. We're cousins. No. And um, he made me do this. <laughs> no. All this time. <laughs> uh, please, please don't take it out on him. <laughs> so, cuz, um, how, how's everything and uh, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you. Uh, everything's been actually really good. You know, um, the COVID slowed things down, made things bad, you know, but things are actually opening up. Things are looking really good um, for me as a solo artist and as a group thing. So um, a lot of things are going on right now. So I'm excited for this year. So uh, who called who to get back together? Well, that's that's a funny story. I, I, I honestly, I, I think it was uh, it was kind of a workaround. Um, as as you know, he was away for a while, and you know, I was just I was here. Just I came home. I think in two thousand ten or something like that when I finally came home. Um, so you guys are speaking in code here. So when when you say that um, uh, Antonio Mercado came back, it doesn't mean that he was in jail. 
Just no, oh, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, right. And then, so. and then you, when you say, when you say that you came back, uh, it doesn't mean that you came back from jail. It right. just means right. that you guys were at, at different parts of your lives. Right. You guys, lived, exactly. you guys yeah. live in different uh, states, and then you return to Connecticut. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah. right. Um, I was away in the military. He was. I was in away, California. He was in California, um, venturing into businesses and things he was doing. Yes. Uh, and we, when I when I, when I returned home, you know, I started getting back into it slowly. I had a lot of things that we were doing with um, just my home life, and then with music, trying to get back into it a little bit. Uh, but when 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 Antonio came back around, and I heard he was back around. We were kind of working on separate projects, but together without really knowing. So it was kind of one of those things is like, oh, well, you know, he's doing this and you're doing this. Uh, and then the funny, even the funniest start, part of the story was, um, you know, there was other family members involved in this that we didn't, we didn't, we didn't know about. Uh, so we kind of just came back, you know, he did uh, Falling Deep for You. I, I was working on the Our Love Project and it just kind of turned out to be, you know, let's just get back, it just happened. It just kind of, we, we met up together and said, let's just do it again and that's what we did. When I was doing Falling Deep for You, you I actually went uh, to your oh, radio yeah. station <laughs> and you were like, you made a joke and you said, oh, what are you gonna do? Um, uh, uh, 2000 Summer Love, remember? Right. And so, and, and the reason for that is because when you and uh, Touch of Quality, which we'll touch on in a few minutes, uh, released my Summer Love, you had this idea that every year right. you were gonna you were gonna remix Summer Love from the year that you released it back in 1994, I believe. Right. Every year you're gonna have a remix uh, of Summer Love, uh, reworded, uh, new beat, uh, new Summer Love, because every year when you are single. You get a new summer love and then yep. <laughs> it just recycles. Exactly. So when when that actually came up, I was like, you know what, we need to do something, but let's do something a little bit different. Um, let's, you know, the past happened when they first met. Now what was the outcome of it? And right. we got together and we came out with Be My Summer Love. And when you listen to the lyrics, it was basically, you know, trying to get that love again from what happened in the past, yeah. you know regenerating it again, you know, and that's what, when we came up, we decided to regroup and come up with Be My Summer Love.
Yeah, I think originally when we first uh, discussed the project, we really didn't know what, what was going to come out of it. We just said, you know, let's just do this one song and see what, you know, what happens. Um, but you know, getting back into the studio with, with, with Tony and, and, you know, going back to practice and having our writing sessions and stuff like that, it, it brought back a lot of good feelings and stuff. And, and it just, it was one of those things, you know, you remember going through that back in the nineties and doing it and how we used to be and how we used to just, you know, constantly dedicate ourselves to it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we just said, just, just keep it going, you know. It, it was a good vibe. <clears throat> so, so for me, the 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 genesis of of CPR's clubhouse is also attached to to touch of quality because um, at that time in, in '94, uh, that was that was when I was starting my career at CPR's clubhouse at mm -hmm. 103.5 in Massachusetts. So at the time when when touch of quality was releasing my summer love. And, and you guys were together as a group, you know, it just became a situation where you guys would come to the radio station. You guys would supply me with, with different remixes. As a matter of fact, I have a, a cassette remix of my summer love uh, that was never, <laughs> that was, that was never released. I, I had um the song victim, which was your second mm -hmm. single. Um, I had that already on the flip side of the cassette. Uh, and, and so, you know, it, it, the success of CPR's clubhouse and and me getting to be known in the community as a person who breaks new music is, is partly related to the fact that I got to debut uh, artists and groups like like you guys. Definitely, yeah, that absolutely. Was, and you know, I it, it's like you set that for us. You know, you 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 know, we always gave you our materials first. Um, I always said, you know what, I'm gonna because you actually created our path when we first started and we appreciate you so much for what you did. Now, I'm not saying that just because you're my cousin, you know, but it's- Well, but it's, you, you honestly didn't give me your track first because somebody else is playing it right now. But um, yeah, that's okay. Uh, it's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't need that title, Mr. Exclusive anymore. <laughs> well, you know, it was important. It was important when we, when we talked about the Be My Summer Love project um you were a big part of the conversation and there was other things that we wanted to do with that uh that unfortunately because of covid and, and other things we never really got to that didn't yes. really come to fruition like we wanted it to still on the still on the you know on the table there's a lot of things we would still want to do with that uh but you were a big part of that as well because of how the original my summer love yeah. you were a big part of that as well so there were still things and you know i mean probably going to be getting phone calls in the future with what we really yeah. Um, I, li I like I the fact that important. I like the fact that I got to add the parentheses and B. Hey. Yeah. Summer love. <laughs> That's right. That's right. M Mr. Marketing tool over here. There you go. Yeah. That was great. I was like, oh, I like that. I'm keeping it. Yeah, yeah. You kept the photo too. <laughs> <laughs> so look, let, let's go back to, to the 90s, to the early 90s to talk about how Touch of Quality got together because there's also a confusion between what is the difference between touch of quality and the fellas? So we want to talk about that as well. So let's go back. Were you both part of the original touch of quality? Yes. Yeah. So originally it was just it was just Antonio and I. Um, and I, I was young. I was fourteen, I think. So I mean, the whole story basically is it, I met him through a neighbor that lived downstairs from me uh, when I grew up in Hartford, and he would come over and. And hang out they were playing music playing freestyle that's how i really got introduced more to to the freestyle music um 
through what they were playing and stuff. So it was I was me, the younger guy, hanging out with the you know, <laughs> thought it was cool hanging out with the you know right. the older guys and stuff like that. Uh, older? Well, we're not, yeah. I wasn't old. <laughs> so, but uh, <laughs> um, and then he introduced me. We, we were just there, and then we were singing. And he introduced me. He's the one that introduced me to Javi. He was already working with something mm -hmm. um, with Javi, and we went over there. And honestly, it it started off with I think you remember the Feeling Blue project that we. <laughs> Yeah, so you know that's kind of like something, but what that was was just pretty much just us, just us, just just right. being there and yep. just like it. That just came up on the fly, you know. He put he put the music down, and then him and I just got to that, and that's how Touch of Quality actually came about was through that one just little jam session. Yep. <laughs> I got a flashback to feeling blue. And, uh, <laughs> I just, I just want to say, I, I don't mean to be laughing at this time because I know you're pouring your heart out yeah. on the on the history of yeah, touching yeah, quality. Yeah. No, but you know, for those of you that say that I, I'm harsh and I, I, I'm a person that, uh, you know, says it like it is. I've been doing it for so many years. I remember feeling blue in my yeah. opinion that I gave on the song. Yeah. That was then. a song written by a 14 year old. You know. <laughs> dealing with 14 year old stuff right right so, um but that's what that was and 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 honestly it kind of just built from there um that was just something again we just kind of did that just yeah, to kind of get our first did. taste of something mm -hmm. uh and tony was the one that came up with the idea of the of the my summer love um he actually walked in and remember one day with just a hook and and you know he you know he walks in classic Tony style. It's like, yeah, hey, I got this. And we start listening to it. And uh and it just kind of picked up from there. It was really exciting too. Um, because it was I don't know, for me at that point too, when remembering all the other music that was about and coming around at that time, for me, looking to you know, to be a part of that was was big. Because yeah. there was a lot of stuff happening at that time too. So it was it was being part of that movement was actually pretty fun. I, I think that people take um the group touch of quality for granted. Uh, and they don't understand the song "My Summer Love" has become uh, a classic, where people are seeking out this specific 12-inch record and paying top dollar for it. And so I remember the fact that there are two versions of "My Summer Love," and those two versions are the Planet Rock version, uh, also the 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 fast-paced mix. And so when we go back to 1994, we think about the the Empress of the Planet Rock era, Little Susie, right? And how in 1991. Take Me In Your Arms became a phenomenon, and then everyone started using that pattern rock beat. Right, yep. Uh, and so that's how Touch of Quality also got their buzz, because the most popular version, of course, is the pattern rock beat. This is the way it should sound. This is the way this, this, this is the way this, this, this is the way it should sound. This is the way this is the way this, this, this is the way this, this, this is the way it should sound. It's just the influence 
of little Susie and take me in your arms that that resonated with you and and with Dr. Javi and with New England. And so, you know, that's how everything intersects with each other right. uh, when it comes to the history of our music. And like you said, it was heavily influenced. So there was multiple, multiple songs that had that that sample in it. And we just had to be part of that train. Like it, you, you, you had to at that you time. You had to jump on, you right. know, um, because it was. And it worked. Right. Here it we are. The song came out in 1991, uh, Little Susie's Take Me In Your Arms. And we're here in 2021, right. and people, people are still sampling the Planet Rock beat to this right. day. So so you guys jumped on it on the correct time, 1994, <laughs> <laughs> because it's beaten to a bloody pulp now in 2021. But uh, now that now we got to discuss you know, how, how Touch of Quality got together, now we know for a fact, and the people that are out there, that Antonio Mercado and Jay Rivera are the original members of the group Touch Quality. Then you expanded, um, and how did uh, the fellas come about? And and what is the difference between Touch of Quality and the fellas? So with that part, it, we actually ended up um, adding Ernie into the group when it was actually right. Touch of Quality. So you know he was with us with um, Victim. Uh, when we took out victim and then Jay ended up going to the army, right? That right after that. And I put in uh, Rick, if you remember Rick size, and yes. we ended up working with Edwin Ramos ended up doing, don't let me go. And I want you, I want you did very well for us. Um, yes. Then we decided to open up our own studio. So right. we got together, we opened up a studio, uh, we opened up ZMR um, studio down in Hartford. And then we ended up uh, creating a record company, which was Odyssey Records. Um, at that point, I was looking for new talent and I was writing material for people. And I came across three brothers and um, <laughs> the they best. were unbelievable. And they were the fellas. members you know he decided that he wanted to step out and that was victor unbelievable voice um and he decided to step out so we were trying to fill in that spot and during the whole process it came out to be you know what i was already leaving you know touch a quiet because i wanted to c concentrate more on my writing and in the studio you know so and also the record company but then I decided to join the group. So I ended up joining the group and that's how we created the fellas. Um, and we came up with where does that leave us and why? Then Jay came back mm. and we decided to, to, to do a solo, right? You did a solo. Yeah, so at that, at that point, um, and so in my military career, I was, I was in and out. I was back here, local, and then, then away. Uh, so being back home at that time, I recorded Moments in Time. This moment in time could stand forever. 
Moments in Time was recorded just just as a solo artist, just by myself. But after that was done, you know, we we got to talking again. He goes, you know, why don't you jump back, you know, jump in on this? And and I wasn't really sure if I wanted to go into the whole group thing again, uh, just because I my commitment with the military and having to be, you know, pulled away, you know, often and things like that. So, but I did because uh, you know the the whole group concept. I really enjoyed it and. That's how the, the fellas came about. Yep. Now, the reason why the fellas actually the name came about was because we never really got a name for the guys. Yeah, yep. <laughs> when the guys used to come over to the studio, they we just, you know, they never really came up with a group name for themselves. So we just always booked them down as the fellas. The fellas will be here at seven. The fellas will be here. At that point, yep. it just stuck. There were also different iterations of Touch of Quality because it was Touch of Quality, then you TKA'd it and made it T-O-Q. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and oh. then it was the fellas. So just want to give a, a background to the audience that's watching right now that may not be aware of this because it can be confusing. Uh, today I asked the question, is three to the max and on point the same group? Oh. <laughs> or is it not? You know? Oh. <laughs> You know, but so because some people could make that argument. Well, Billy Ray wasn't part of Three to the Max, right? And then there was a, a member of Three to the Max who left, and then Billy Ray joined, and then they put out that ad on DMA Magazine where they said Three to the Max is now on point. So you know, it's it's getting that history of of freestyle, especially for New England, because I, I love the history of our music and how everybody evolved to to create a buzz for themselves individually, including Touch of Quality. I had the honor of booking the fellas in Springfield. You guys remember that? It was during the the era of the Backstreet Boys and Sync, where that was first <laughs> that was that was first taken out. So you guys were very much compared to that back then. Um, do you guys remember that night? Yes, we do. We do. It was a big night. What I remember is the fact that because it was the Backstreet Boys, it was in sync, and it was the 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 beginning of of that type of era um you were all a group so you had a lot of men in the front row with their girls and they were so mad at you that they wanted to fight you um, <laughs> and you and uh you know i had to stop a couple of people that i knew from throwing stuff at you i believe somebody tried um and i'm like no no not here not them you know and uh it, it was just hilarious how you know the the power of being a group having uh, women attracted to members of the group, having people in the audience uh, enjoying the show, and then some people envying you <laughs> of the show. It still carries until you know this day, but right. it's just, you guys were not aware that you were so close for you know getting into a, a fist fight because of a performance, because you guys sang <laughs> close to a guy's uh, significant other. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's probably you. That happened to remember the day that <laughs> no, with the, was... one of the shows with my watch. Yeah, it was. I, that, I got dropped to the floor because I went like this to a girl and she grabbed my watch and her finger got stuck between my watch. So when I pulled back, I pulled her with me. She pulled oh, wow. and I fell. Yeah. So it's, it's happened or it's come close several times. Yeah, those and were fun days. Those were definitely fun days. <laughs> definitely fun days. But that show was an amazing show. It actually, it really launched. Uh, we had an amazing time doing it. And this guy here is so, he was so motivated at that time too. He really, really pushed us uh, to have different routines, different sets, because we're in a local area, right? So if we had a show on Friday, he was like, if someone comes to see us on Friday, they're going to come back on Saturday. It's got to be a different show, you know? And so we would like different routines, different sets. Um, and he was, it was really good at pushing us to, to get ready for those type of situations. Um, but that show was, Actually, it was really fun I mean, mm -hmm. to, to have that be our first show and just to turn out that it was and stuff. It was really, really good. It's a good time. You know, when you when you see people that you idol and you see them co coming up with a solid show, you know, and I think I said this to you before, you know, when I back then, you know, there was TKA and yeah. they will have a solid show with dancers and it, was, and it was a performance, you know, so I always told my group, you know what? People are coming out here, right. they're paying to watch a show. They want to see a solid performance. And so if you remember, you know, I will always have dancers in my shows. I will always have a routine in my show. You know, we will have outfits, <laughs> gears, everything, you know, because I always felt that my fans should get the best of us. And that's what I always delivered. And we always made sure that, you know, and like he said, there was times that we would have a show on Friday in one area and yeah. 10, 15 miles at another club. Mm -hmm. And we would actually have our groupies that would come to another. So I was like, you know what? We're, well, whatever you want to I was like, fans, followers. Our fans, yes. You know, our fans. I was like, we might as well give them something different because if they're going to come see another show of ours, let's do something different, you know? And that's what we did. Yeah. And it was, and again, me being the younger one, um, you're just like, I mean, I guess because it's, it, especially at that time, you know, there was a lot of just other things, you know, that I was involved with and, and probably was thinking about wanting to do at that time and things like that as well, too. Uh, but it's only did a good job of just keeping me focused in general. Uh, cause just with everything, you know, growing up in Hartford, that's the other thing, just growing up in Hartford at that time and being the age that I was and in my neighborhood, I could have ventured off and did a whole lot of other things that I probably wouldn't even be here right now. Yeah. You know? And so this guy here is like a big brother to me. I don't, I don't have a brother. So he was like my big brother. He really kind of focused me and honed me into doing uh, this stuff and kept me out of trouble. So you, you hear him? He says big older brother. I know. Yeah, I heard absolutely. That. He yeah. That twice already. <laughs> Got to make sure he remembers that sometimes. Right? Um, and and <laughs> the 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 part about uh, New England that I love the most is the different types of um, uh, the different types of, of groups that we got, not only uh, groups like Touch of Quality, but, you know, Vocal Lame, Street to the Max, mm -hmm. On Point. Um, you know, there, there's a, there's a, I was making a list today of all the the, the different uh, groups that we had in the area. Um, and, you know, I was doing it because, uh, of course, I like to talk about our area. I like to boast about it. Latin Express, uh, we talked about the Latin Boys, Intermission, 
uh, Curiosity, to, uh, the Latino style, Point of View featuring Peter G, uh, Damien and Joseph. Uh, you know, even uh, uh, both Mena Brothers were together for, for a period of time. So it, it we do have a, a hotbed of, of groups that have come from this area. Some are better than others, of course, um, and, and some of them have lasted the, the, the test of time. Um, but, you know, we are rich in, in freestyle music. We're rich in, in, in the culture. We're rich in, in, in the things that we love and support here in, in our community. As a matter of fact, you know, um, having the fellas on this compilation here um, mm -hmm. and having such a quality on this compilation here and having Jay Rivera on this compilation, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's an honor for me. This is, this is, uh, um, this compilation right here uh, signifies the, the best of the best. Um, but you guys are featured three different ways here. Um, as Touch of Quality, My Summer Love, you're, you're featured as The Fellas, um, and you're also featured uh, as an as a extra bonus track, Jay Rivera, with Endless, which is my favorite song that you've, you know, one of my favorite songs of all time, but my favorite song from your catalog. time the puerto rican festival even though we clubhouse dance music jesus the juice vasquez louis the legend rodriguez and i brought all these people to to new england they didn't feel that freestyle was part of the latino culture and that to me uh was the reason why i put that compilation together and you were featured there three times because of the fact that there were three different stages at least of touch of quality the fellas and then you guys went your separate ways to do single projects. Uh, Jay Rivera started it all, and you know, most recently, put out an album. How old is the album now? About uh, 2012. Yeah, it came out. So, I mean, we're going eight, maybe nine years. About nine years. Okay. So, I remember a story of when you came to the radio station, uh, Jay, and I got there, and I'm like, "That's not. That's not from the. He's not from the fellas." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I meant it. Oh, that's not Jay Rivera. And, uh, and even though I got the record on my compilation, even though he was coming for an interview, I because back then technology is not the way that it, that it is now, I confused him with another member of the fellas. Um, and I thought that he was not the Jay Rivera. Uh, you know, so it was just hilarious. So I went, yeah. that's not Jay Rivera. He goes, yes, I am. He just takes out his wallet. And, he's <laughs> <laughs> and, and um Dr. Javi's there. He's like, what are you talking about? Of yeah, course, yeah, that's yeah. Rivera. You know, but Endless got you a lot of respect um, as a solo artist. To this day, there are people that, that sing that song. They know all the words. As a matter of fact, when you hit the high note at the end, I'm doing it. I don't sound as good as you. 
but again, it's just, we have a rich history here and I love sharing uh, moments like this. That's why I wanted to have Touch of Quality here, even though we're gonna be debuting one of your uh, solo projects. I know that Jay also did some solo projects. You got Misty to be on uh, one of your projects. I believe it was Our Love. Yes. And the fact that she is the, she is the original. Uh, she is the first ever female artist to ever come from New England to uh, you know, do a freestyle song, Chains of Passion, Have I Lost You, External Affairs, uh, these great songs that uh, are underrated and under the radar for many and that, that people are still discovering now. So to, for you to have her on, on a song with you, how how'd that make you feel? So, so Missy also, I don't know if many people know, but uh, in Moment in Time, she did my backgrounds in Moment yes. in Time. I was gonna say that, yes. So I was, again, you know, coming out to scene, like, I didn't really know a lot of who was who. He taught me a lot of everything. So when I was like, you know, at first I was like, okay, missing. Then when I heard the music, I was like, oh man, okay. Yeah. Cause again, I was just coming back into mm -hmm. being here and everything like that. When we did our love, Javi said, I'm going to reach out to Misty and see, you know, she, she wants to be, you know, I, I can hear her voice in here. And I was like, you really think she would? <laughs> I was just like, you really think she would? I was excited. Um, and so I said, okay, cool. Let me know. And it, it took about a week or so and I didn't really hear, hear anything. And she was you know, doing other projects and stuff too. So and then he came back and says, Hey, you know, why don't you come meet me at the, at the you know, at the studio, whatever, whatever. So, okay. We went over there and then she was there. Wow. So it was a great surprise. Um, she's amazing. She's just an amazing person as well, too. And I was honored, um, to have her, you know, she loved the song. Um, and you know, the fact that she would come and do that. Uh, it just, it, I was honored. It was, it was a real honor to have her there. It was cool. Yeah. I've lost you. What does she got that I don't have? Tell me why. Tell me why. I gave you all the loving that I had inside. In return, you left with her. Baby, you lied. So now we're going to focus on. Uh, Antonio Mercado and his return. You came back uh, over a year ago. What prompted you to come back? I think, you know, uh, a lot of it had to do with, you know what, I still had that passion for the music. You know, I was listening to you in California, uh, you know, and I was listening to, you know, and I was like, oh. And then when he came out with his album, you know, and I was supporting, I was jamming and playing it loud. I was scaring my neighbors sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that a lot. I see the CD. <laughs> You're driving around with, I got it. I remember. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I know what he's talking about. <laughs> it's called so, a dig, sir. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to go back into it, you know, and it kind of helped me because at the moment that I was in before, I, I was not able to, and that's another story. But the moment that I am now gave me the opportunity to actually go back and write music because I was going through all these emotions in my life in a positive way that I was like, oh, I can write again. And I started writing and writing and writing. And I have materials that I could last me for, forget it. You know, and so I said, you know what? Let me reach out to Javi. Let me come out with something. And I did. And that's how Falling Deep For You was started to create because I actually wrote that song because of someone 
that actually made me feel the way I felt. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you know what? And then from that part, I wrote more songs. And you know, that's when then Jay jumped into the picture and we talked. And then, you know, I decided that, you know what? I always wanted to do an album myself mm -hmm. back then. I'm gonna do it now. So, you know, I we went back to the studio and I've been working on some material. Um, I was planning to take some out last year. However, due to COVID, yeah. I felt it was best to wait and, you know what, go back into the drawing board with a few things here and there and started collaborating with others. You know, you, you introduced me to Artie and I decided to go to Artie and he gave me two, um, two songs that I actually did. And the one that, you know, you have now is from Artie and I have another one that um, actually really good too um and then not only that i have um jupiter x and i also have dr javi and i have luis Marte that also is doing two songs for me excellent so i've been collaborating with a few people we yes. also you know there's a few things that we're working on uh with some other artists and you know there's a good possibility that you know certain artists will be on our album as because we will i'm gonna have some bonus tracks and on those bonus tracks, they're going to be touch of quality. Nice. Uh, and uh, how does it feel uh, from back then to now? Do you feel more love now or is it equal or is it different? Um, at first, <laughs> um, you know, what? at first we had so much love and support back then. Because back then, you know what, freestyle, you know, freestyle was freestyle. You know, and it has it, it received so much respect from everyone. And, you know, back then, you know, the group, you know, you had this whole entire, you know, you didn't just have the group. You had this community, you know, all the artists in the neighborhood because we knew a lot of each right. other. Right. So we all collaborated, you know, we probably didn't sing, you know, in the song, but, you know, everybody would, you know, be there. They would look out, support. You know, I would be at a show that was done by someone else, you know, and it was just being supportive, you know, and it, and I felt that love in return, you know, coming back, it was a little harder for me because people didn't know who I was, people that, you know, they didn't, they didn't affiliate Antonio Mercado with Touch Aquatic. Right. And so that's the reason when I took out my first single, we put T.O.Q. in front of my name um, due to that. So like that, you know, some people remember who TOQ was because we decided to then go from Touch Aquatic to TOQ. Yes. So I decided to add it at the beginning of my name. And it's funny because when that song came out, I actually had certain people that actually interviewed me and said, oh, you know, it's good to have a new artist. And I looked at them, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not a new artist. My, and, favorite, my favorite part yeah. was when, when you said, oh, CPR is my cousin. <laughs> it got real quiet. <laughs> I know what he's talking about too, <clears throat> but you know, a lot of people didn't realize that, you know, I actually been writing since, right. you know, back in, you know, 89 and I was yeah. doing, you know, and I wasn't in, I was in the music and I was in, when I took a step back, I still was writing material for other singers, you know, yeah, so, so talk about that for a moment, like let people know what songs you've written and what artists you've written for. Because one of my oh. favorite songs that you ever um, you ever wrote for an artist, I play all the time. And every time that um, I play it, I get a little choked up because it's a great song. 
and that's how can I be the one. Um, love that song. That was great. That was actually one of that was one of my favorite songs. Yeah, it's wow. a, so how can I be the one? It's it's under solo, but it's solo featuring Woody Valentine. It's a song that Woody did for Dr. Javi's compilation, um, and where Dr. Javi did an amazing job blending hip hop and freestyle and your writing and vocals. Um, it's a song that Willie thought that, you know, he was iffy about, but it's a, it's an amazing song. It's, again, one of my favorites, um, probably one of the best written songs uh, in a long time. And it just, wow, thank you. I, I listened to it, I got a little choked up. So how can I be the one solo featuring Willie Valentine was written by Antonio Mercado. written for Jasmine Dennis um I know is that song that I wrote for for her so I take that back now we gotta start a list of my favorite songs from my cousin uh, <laughs> uh, because because again um so the how can I be the one now we're talking about Jasmine Dennis I know you don't understand like those two songs you capture the emotion of the way a person feels in that song if you if you're a real true freestyle supporter, listener, uh, avid fan. When you hear those two separate songs, Jasmine Dennis, I Know, uh, Willie Valentine, How Can I Be the One? You can hear their plight, their fight, their desire in that song. The the song from Jasmine Dennis, I Know, you know, I didn't mean to lie to you. I never meant to hurt you. The way she sings that is lovely. And then the plight. Again, those are my songs. Those are the songs that, you know, I, as a matter of fact, Jasmine Dennis, I know, is on this compilation as well. I still got the release uh, from uh, Evan Ramos, uh, you know, that I printed out just in case, you know, they're like, I'll never give you permission. Remember this? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I got it right here. You have to have that, right? So, but, you know, that's, that's freestyle for me. That's New England. Every song that's on here, I chose myself because of what it means to me and what I feel it should mean to our Latin community. 
And so that's why I, I've made this compilation to prove that freestyle is part of the Latino culture and, you know, they're out of print. Um, and, um, you know, I gave away more than I sold, but I just wanted to prove that point, you know, that, that, that this compilation, the artists that are from this area who are mostly Latino, um, they have a passion for this form of music and we should be included in every Puerto Rican festival. Absolutely. But uh, I know, and how can I be the one? I can listen to those songs all day. Uh, what yeah. other songs have you written? I promise I won't interrupt. <laughs> I think you brought her to me, Stephanie Marie. A lot of the music on um, the Odyssey compilation that was released on um, yes. mm -hmm. uh, Antonio did a lot of writing on that. Antonio's writing skills superb. Yeah, the, the way he puts a song together. I'm gonna talk like he's not here. Superb. Yeah, <laughs> no, but honestly, like, and I, I've I've spoken to him, and honestly, this past year, uh, working on this project with him, I've even come to him. He'll, he'll send me stuff. I'll get a text message first thing in the morning, and it's it's this whole you know, song and I'm looking at it, I'm like, where did he come up with this? The 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 way he puts a song together, the story behind it and stuff like that, I'm like, he's definitely like I'm I'm excited for this project. Cause if you were impressed with some of those things, what he's gonna be saying in this album and the stuff that he's gonna talk like uh -huh. it's wait. it's it's unbelievable. He's got an amazing story to tell. Uh the way he lays it out and the way he tells these stories are just great. Uh, you know, it's definitely it's definitely something people need to hear. So that's for sure. Now you're telling your story. You're telling your story in chapters. Why are you telling your story in chapters? Well, because that's how my life was, you know. And I wanted, I wanted my fans to experience what I experienced. I wanted them to go through that same journey, you know. And so when I first took out "Falling Deep for You," it was someone that I met, and I was falling in love with that person. And now this song that I'm actually um, that I just that you're going about to release and premiere. Um, it actually shows now this person in love is, you know what, before it was, you know, like, oh, I feel something, but now is I'm in love. And so now I'm reaching out and seeing, you know, like in the song, it says, you know, is it true? Or is it real? And, you know, and the person knows how they feel. They just don't know how the other side feels, but they feel that passion and that love that they're able to say to themselves, you know what? I love that person so much that I don't mind having that last breath because you know what? They're my world. They're my everything. They're my eternity. And that's what this song is all about. It's introducing you now to this solid love that, which is me, found. Yeah, and I'm really proud about the love that you found. Your, you. your significant other is amazing. Um, my mom, you know, when they get together, <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like she don't even care that I'm there. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and um, you know, it's, I'm I'm truly happy for you. I, I'm I, I I had dinner with you a few months back um, before this COVID thing got got really serious, and you know, it, it was one of the the best times that that I had before you both got married. Um, and, and congratulations, by the way. And, Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry that I couldn't make it because my bikini did not fit correctly. <laughs> the measurement, you know what I mean? So you know, but it, hopefully soon, I'm gonna have uh, suspenders attached to the bikini. So hold on, okay. As a mankini. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, getting back to business, 
Um, let's premiere your new song. All right. Uh, it's called My Last Breath. Um, it's going to be available uh, what day? So that's actually going to be available in May 6th, I believe it is. No, yeah, May 6th, which is a Thursday. So that's going to be available, um, but you're going to be hearing it around. So you're going to be playing it so our audience can hear it. Um, and I got I got to rush right now to edit this together so I can play it first. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> no, listen, um, and, and this is what I'll tell you and I told everyone. Um, I love that title that I had for many years, Mr. Exclusive, right? Because everyone would bring uh, their song to me. Um, and so I had to relinquish that title because I don't want I don't want groups, I don't want um i radio stations or DJs or any other radio stations <clears throat> to take it upon themselves and say, I'm not playing that new touch of quality song because they give the CPR first. And that happened a lot to a lot of artists. And uh, you know, even though that's not something that's my fault, um, because you know, I do have the most popular freestyle show in all the freestyle, but is the fact that you know that shouldn't be done. And so, you know, I, I'm okay with uh, someone else playing your song first, um, as long as they play it. You know, I you need we need to have this music go to as many people as we can. Um, mm -hmm. I have three radio stations uh, that I that I'm on, and I still don't feel that's enough. So, you know, I want to be on, I want to be syndicated <laughs> all over the place. So, uh, without any further delay, we're gonna cue it up. Um, this is uh, my last breath by Antonio Mercado, his solo project. Uh, we're going to come back with the, the men of such a quality to talk about future projects as well. And uh, we're going to just hide a little bit so you can enjoy the brand new sounds of Ant Why did I just Why did I just hide myself? I hid myself. Uh, so what we're going to do right now is that we're going to we're going to play your new song. Uh, we're going to debut it here on CPR's Clubhouse Live. And uh, let's see uh, what the community thinks of the song. Uh, would you like to introduce it? So this is my new song, uh, My Last Breath. I hope you guys enjoy it.
TBR's Clubhouse Live. We're here with Touch of Quality, Jay Rivera, Antonio Mercado. And right now we just premiered the brand new single, My Last Breath. I'm sure that that song is inspired by his uh, significant other. And, uh, you know, it should be a song that also uh, inspires others to dedicate the song to their significant other. Yeah, definitely. I agree. And, you know, this song, it means a lot what I wrote. And if you listen to the lyrics, is you know, it's a it's it's a chapter of what I went through, and you know it. And I want I hope my fans would feel and they you know feel and embrace what I actually went through, you know, because this song means a lot. But this is like a positive energy, full love, and that's how I feel. Because you know what, back then, you know when you think you're in love, but then you think it's love, but then you find real love, and when you find real love, that's what I found. And that's why I'm able to write what this materials that I've been writing. And you're going to see more and more because I'm going to be, I'm like, I, like I said to you before, each one is just a page of my diary, you know? So you saw page eight, you saw now this is page 14. And then the next page will be, I think it's 11. We'll <laughs> but, but, uh, um, different pages, you know, so so when it's going to be a, a awful pun. So when you get to page 69, we should be careful, right? <laughs> Definitely. Knowing this guy. No. 
That was good. Uh, so. Listen, uh, there's a man that I call finishing school. His name is Artie Rodriguez. What was it like to work with someone like Artie? You know, I have to tell you, Artie, he is so like, how can I say? He's like so laid back. So he's so mellow. He's so cool. Like every time I kept going back and forth, you know, you know, it's like, you know, God bless, go get him. He's full with positive energy, like a hundred, a hundred percent. Every single thing he said to me was positive all the time. There was never anything negative. And, you know, I'm happy you send them my way because you're like, you, you, you told me, you were like, oh, check this out. And so I reached out to him and he sent me this song actually. And right away, I loved it. I was like, yes, yes, I can write something to this right away because I already have something written. And all I did was take the words and just, it, it like literally fell right into this song. And so I said, you know what? I can't just do one song with Artie. I have to do two songs with Artie. Do so 10. Another <laughs> so, I got another song with him and another amazing project, you know. Uh, I, I honestly, I wish I can just start throwing them all out to you guys, but in due time. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, big shout out to out to Artie Rodriguez. I call him finishing <laughs> school. Uh, the reason why I call him finishing school is because he's a teacher at the same time that as a, as a producer. So, uh, you know, if, if there's any artist out there that, you know, is trying to climb that freestyle ladder, um, you got to go to finishing school. You got to go to Artie Rodriguez. Um, he'll hook you up. And uh, he's very patient. Um, and, you know, as long as um, you you show him respect, he's going to nurture you like no other. And, and big shout outs going out to him. He's he's always he's always in here. Um, guys, look, um, you you are together again. And and that I appreciate um, because, you know, there have been so many groups in New England that have gotten together separated and then never got back together again and the fact that the original members of such a quality are together doing individual projects and then doing stuff together that's pretty cool that's pretty cool for you know for for our area and and for the people that want to support you and they follow you um the good thing about such a quality is that you get to reap the fruits of your labor now because you planted the seeds you know 15 20 years ago uh, right. when you were able to put out My Summer Love back in 1994, um, which is like almost 30 years now. My, yeah, it's, it's, it's even longer. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. And so so now, you know, all these years later, people are seeking this 12-inch record. Um, and, and if they can find one, you know, they'll pay handsomely for it. You know what I mean? And so <laughs> the same thing with, with this compilation. You know, this compilation is limited. Um, and, and they want to get that Jay Ellis song. Or your your album that was released you know eight years ago some people got a copy some people didn't you know there may be minimal copies left somewhere you know um somewhere. And, so now, <laughs> and so now you get to to reap what you know the the fruits of your labor um by now getting that respect getting that people make you know connecting the dots oh antonio mercado is from such a quality jay mm -hmm. rivera is from such a quality they were also part of the fellas now they know the history that there were additional members that would come to the studio and you would call them the fellas and right. ended up creating a group. They, they almost, they almost, they, they found out they almost got your ass kicked in, in Springfield. <laughs> you know, uh, even though I know you're, you're trained fighting men, but uh, you know, it's, it's just, uh, it's a, it's, it's great to, to look back at the things that have been accomplished and still have that passion for freestyle 
like you do to want to do more. Right. Uh, right. Or whether yeah. it's whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, um, you're gonna you're gonna capture one audience member here, one audience audience member there, and and that's what truly matters. If you can touch someone, um, you know, musically and and help them through something, especially right. especially this pandemic. Right. Absolutely. You know, um, when when we discussed doing this again last year, we we sat we sat around a table like this actually, and we just. You don't get many chances at a dream. When I first got involved in this back when I was 14 years old, it was a dream, right? You, you, it was like, oh, wow, you know, this is what it could be. And then you go through what you go through, things kind of fizzled out. And it just felt right to be able to do this again, especially with with Antonio. You know, we started this together. And to be able to have a second chance at a dream, not many people get that. So it wasn't something that we wanted to throw away. Uh it was going to be different this time because we were seasoned, we were grown, uh, we understood and learned a lot from yeah, just definitely. life itself. Uh, and it's it's honestly it's a blessing to be able to just be here and to do this again with you know with with my best friend, my brother, um, and and make good music and, and enjoy it. You know, it's like it's one of those things that you know when we sat down, we just like we really picked up right from where we ended. Right. And it's like not, nothing in the middle ever happened because it's like, you know, like he said, this is my brother. You know, I'm the I'm the younger brother. He's the older <laughs> brother. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, it's like a family member. Well, you know, you know, and we're so supportive with each other. So it's like, you know, he's been helping me with my project. I, we've been helping with our collective project and then I'm helping him to with his projects, you know? And so like, we have so much going on right now and it's like, it's such, it's going to be such an amazing year for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's so much going to happen. Um, I don't want to let everything all out, but yeah, we will have a TOQ song coming out, you know, and that's going to be a, an amazing Okay, so now you're frozen. It's gonna be amazing. And now you're oh, no. oh we are. You're oh oh we are. There you go. <laughs> and you're back. <laughs> so yeah, so we're working on well, there's a lot of projects that we're actually working on. Um there's a lot of people that we're working with this time. Um and that's something that I actually learned a lot. You know what? I had a when I came back, it was like now I need to find out who's who. I didn't know who's who was before. Right. You know, and now I'm getting, you know, I'm, I'm meeting all these individuals and, you know, I'm also, not only am I doing stuff for myself, not only am I doing stuff for the group and not only are we doing stuff for each other, but we're also doing stuff for other people. And, you know, it, it's so amazing that, you know, we're getting certain artists that are coming to us now and we're writing materials for them or we're doing beats for them. And, you know, on that note, you know, we're, we're creating touch a quad like we wanted to create right. back then. Right. Exactly. And so it's like a, a step two, step three, step yeah, four. Yeah. yeah. It's on steps there. There you go. Well, I want to thank you for joining me for CPR's Clubhouse Live. I wish you well with your individual projects and you. your collective projects. Um, you know, My Last Breath is your next single. Um, mm -hmm. And I hope that community will come out to support. Um, you, you are my cousin. You have invited me to dinner and I accept. Uh, and um, <laughs> I, hope, I hope to see Jay Rivera there, um, and uh, we can catch up, have a good time, and and talk talk shop. 
Um, before I go and before I say goodbye to you, is there a specific moment in time, no pun intended, um, <laughs> that um, you want to go back and 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 relive, or, or that you think about, and you're like, man, that was a great, that was a great night. Um, do you have one in your mind uh, that encapsulates Touch of Quality, the fellas, your journey together, your journey apart? Yeah, there is one night yeah. um, that it, 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 I shouldn't even put it. I'm going to compare it. Maybe it's like you ever. I don't know if you ever seen that movie of Selena and she's Gula Flor, you know? Yeah. And when she turns around and and she sees how she impact her audience and she right. has, you know, well, she had hundreds of thousands of people, you know, that happened to us. Right. We, we were at the Bush, you know, and we actually performed, it was about 11,000 people, give or take, right? Somewhere around there. And the moment was mind blowing when you walk up on stage and people yelled out our name. And I was like, wow, all these people actually, and it was like, they were louder than the than the speakers that were, at, you know, and I was like, wow, they better put up these speakers loud because, the, you know, the girls in the front were louder than anyone else, you yeah. know, and it, it felt so good that I was able to impact people. But you know what? My fans impact me more. I left out of there. I felt good about my what I do. And that's what I came back because, you know what, I want to relive that moment. You know, and give people, you know, what what they want to hear. The 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 most significant part about that show was that was the only show we've done in Hartford. And we're from Hartford, born and raised from Hartford, and we performed all over places. Um, so to be able to have that one show, and it was it and honestly, the way it kind of felt, we weren't even supposed to perform at that nope. time. We got pushed to a time slot um that the park was full. And it was just like, oh, hey, you guys got to go on now. And it was just like, <clears throat> it was an amazing experience. But to be able to perform in front of your home crowd, everybody was there. Everyone who knew you was there. Because, you know, that's how that's how it is. And, and right. to, to be able to do that for for your friends, for your families, that's actually one of the performances, that only performances that some of my family members even seen. Um, it was a great it was a great show. It was a great night. And that's one of the things that we, we always kind of... Mm -hmm look back onto that feeling after doing that. Um, I do remember one, when I, op when I opened up for Sapphire, oh. that was amazing. <laughs> she was so nice, so cool, down to earth. And, you know, I got to meet her and we opened up for her. And that was an amazing, amazing night that I, you know. There's tons of them. Yeah, the, yeah the, there's, the, there's a lot of them actually out there. Now that I, I, I start thinking, because I like, I had the opportunity to meet a lot of other people, you know, like CC Peniston, you know, Lacey Fair. I don't know if you remember them, but Lacey Fair, yeah, of course. You know, so it was like you get to meet all these, you know, idols that you, you know, you know, almost and, can't even believe that you're there with yeah, them. Too. Like, and, it, and it feels good that you're, <laughs> you know, and a lot of these act, you know, it was good to be affiliated with them, so mm -hmm. it felt good, you know, and. That's basically yeah. it. It was just I want to I want to start that path again, and this time we're going to start it with a, a different way. We're going to impact more people. Good, good. So again, I want to thank you both for being part of this uh, New England freestyle edition of CPR's Clubhouse Live. It's Touch of Quality, Jay Rivera, and Antonio Mercado, my cousin. 
please don't take it out of him. Uh, and I'll see you for dinner, sir. Thank you. Thanks for, having, thank you for having us.